0: Uh, it's time for the pub crawl, and that's where myself and some pals crack open a few topics. Current affairs, pop culture, even touchy-feely relational stuff. If you want to uh, post on our social media, you can. If you want to call in, um, we might take your call. If you want to text us, <clears throat> and you can find my phone number, knock yourself out. <laughs> Should I give that out? No. Okay. You know what's funny is uh, one time Candace, my other famous friend...
1: Got so many, uh, and Ashley.
0: Hand mm-hmm. C- mm-hmm. and Ashley, David, David, uh, what's your last name? As, as long as I get to be number one, and it's Chad. Okay, yeah. all right. Now. Um, what was I saying? Oh, Candace Cameron Bure. She posted on Instagram a picture of something on her desk, and and in the background there was some documentation that had her address and her cell phone number on it. <laughs> so they had to move and change their phone number. It's
1: incredible how that can go wrong very quickly. The girls were showing me this uh, picture of these two girls, happy birthday, and it was them standing in front of this big sign that said something. ISIS, but it said ISIS. But all the, the only the only letters left of this big word was ISIS. Happy birthday, my best friend
2: ever! Happy birthday, ISIS!
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, uh, you might have heard uh, one voice. That's Tim the Tool. The other voice here in the studio is Mr. Ashley David Chapman. He's the vice president of Chapman's Ice Cream. And then on the line with us for this particular conversation is uh, the one and only Sheila Ray Gregoire. Sheila, thank you for joining us. Where are you today?
3: I am sitting in a car in a parking lot outside Chicago.
0: Wow, you're, you're probably not the only one. Exactly. Is there a brown bag involved, or cops, or I don't know, man?
3: I was I was about to buy my son-in-law um, a Christmas suit. I'm debating whether it's worth the money. It is glorious. It is all polyester. Right. It is just glorious. I think birthday
0: yeah. suits are cheaper. Wait for those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> If it looks like one of the suits from the um, Dumb and Dumber, remember those, uh, the orange and the blue tuxes? Yes. No, no question. No. you got to get it. Mm-hmm. Also, joining, oh, no. also joining us all the way from uh, the left coast is the one and only Talmadge Backman. Tal Backman. You might remember him from the musical world of Canada because people celebrate him still to this day. Because he's a musical genius, he he's is. a literary icon, mm-hmm. he's a philosopher, he's a, philo- he's a f- excellent hair. He reads a lot. Tal Bachman <laughs> on the Drew Marshall Show. Tal, how you doing, man? I'm doing, re- <laughs> I'm doing all right. How are you? What an intro. Have you ever had a better one? Uh, yeah, yeah. you you're really pumping these things up, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I
2: mean, I come on. Every time I come on, there's, like, new achievements that
0: I've supposedly made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. International backgammon champion. Right. Yeah. Nobel Prize finalist. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. <Finalists>. yeah. <laughs>
0: Part-time model, you know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Sheila, this is Tal. Those are the two voices on the phone. Say hello to each other, shall you?
3: Hey, I, I'm, I'm interested in your hair.
0: Okay, really? Can really? we not have conversation about hair, please? <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Now listen, Sheila Ray Gregoire is an author, a speaker, a blogger. Her uh, Website is sheilareygregoire uh, If you don't know how to spell it, you don't deserve to read her stuff. But uh, here's another one you may want to check out. It's called "To Love, Honor, and Vacuum," and that was the one that hooked me, and that's why I got you on the show so many years ago. And then we had your daughter on recently to chat about her book. You know what? I got to I got to give her some some cred. She might be one of the very few millennials I don't want to smack. What a good kid.
3: I know, isn't she awesome? You know, the funny thing is, I told her that you were going to ask the exact question that you asked.
0: Totally. Wait, what was the yeah. question? What? Wait, what?
3: I I, I said, be prepared for Drew to <clears> say, <throat> okay, yeah, but you grew up in, like, this pristine, wonderful, perfect homeschool family, so you just think <laughs> you totally said that to her. Yeah, awesome.
0: I totally did. And he, that's another group of people I like to make fun of, the homeschoolers. Hey, Tal, were you homeschooled? Nope. No, I went to uh, private Christian schools and public schools. Wow. Being the good Mormon kid that you were back then. Well, listen... Uh, How things have changed. How (laughs) things have changed. Uh, And both of you, of course, this is Ashley David Chapman, the most powerful man in Canada. Hello. Uh, Hello. All right, kids, let's get stuck into our topics for today. This is the pub crawl, and uh, I'll save the best for last... Well, maybe not the best. Let's let's start off with this one. Should creationists, uh, in other words, those who believe that the universe was created by God, be offended that Canada's Governor General, uh, a position created by the Queen, um, put down their beliefs recently in a speech she she did, and and then our Prime Minister applauded Governor General Juliette Payette? So here's the speech. Here's here's the uh, the the sound bites. She said. Can you believe that still today in learned society and houses of government, unfortunately, we're still debating and still questioning whether humans have a role in the earth warming up or whether even the earth is warming up, period. And we are still debating and still questioning whether life was a divine intervention or whether it was coming out of a natural process, let alone, oh my goodness, a random process. And so many people, and I'm sure you know many of them, still believe, want to believe, that maybe taking a sugar pill will cure cancer, if you will it. And every single one of the people here's personalities can be determined by looking at planets coming in front of invented constellations.
1: Those cancer pills are delicious. Those cancer pills are so good. Say. So good. I had a bunch of them on Halloween. They were good.
0: Yeah, <laughs> new chemo. Yeah. Um, so I guess here's... Here, Really? Sorry. Oh, I <laughs> nice. don't know why that is. Nice oh, yeah. one, Tim. Okay. Here's here's the uh, the thing, <clears throat> and I want to go to Ashley David Chapman right off the bat on this one. Do you know any creationists? Do you know yes, them? Yes, yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So apparently one in seven people in Canada feel that God created the, the earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you're the governor general, yes. is that a good thing to kind of poo-poo?
1: I don't know. Personally, I'm just I'm just so relieved that we're in Canada and this is a political crisis. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Thank
1: God we're not in the states. You know, Sheila's in Chicago oh, and man. God <clears throat> knows what's happening there. Trump yeah, is locked in a car. I think is what she <laughs> yeah, said. Yeah, she's don't locked wonder. in a car in Chicago. <laughs> Probably yeah. wise. So yeah, no, it's uh, uh, you got to play to the crowd, right? Play to the crowd. She was speaking to scientists. So, you know, they dug it. And if, if it was a room full of creationists, uh, that would be interesting
0: to have that comment. It would perhaps. be. It would be. All right. Let me ask you again, Ashley, uh, which do you kind of believe more? Do you believe in uh, astrology? Do you believe in, uh, in creationism? Or do you believe in, uh, in global warming? And those three things are what she was kind of taking the mickey out of. Uh, yeah. Global warming. Those who believe. Sorry. Mm. Not, she wasn't taking the mickey out of global warming. She was taking the deniers. Right? Yes, she was yes. making fun of the deniers. Yes. So uh, of those three categories... Which one do you align yourself with maybe the most? Do you believe in global warming? Do you believe God created the, the earth that we're warming globally? Mm-hmm. And and then uh, finally, do you believe that the uh, you turn to page six in, this, in the paper and read the star signs and that will give you some guidance?
1: <laughs> Never really believed in astro- uh, astrology, right. but uh, if it makes you happy and helps you get through the day, uh, God love you. As far as creationism is concerned, there's a whole lot of different types of creationism out there. And some of them actually uh, I, I could see myself uh, you know, off le- le- leaning towards yeah. because they're more science-driven creationism theories. Well said. Theories. Yep, yep. Um, and then what was the other one again? Uh, global warming. Oh, yeah. Like, he needs it. Come on. You know who? Uh, Seriously, your hey, business needs global warming. Pe- pe- People that don't believe it are a little bit ridiculous. Right. It's like, you know, thinking right. that aliens invented cars right. because we couldn't possibly figure that kind of stuff okay. out.
0: Okay. Now, let's go to, to Sheila Ray Gregoire. Uh, you're you're known in the Jesus scene as being the woman who loves Jesus and talks about sex a lot.
3: Mm-hmm. I do. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: So and <laughs> Ashley David Chapman just spit out his cider all over the desk. Here. <laughs> well, <laughs> almost, almost. I say. Uh, so uh, do, do you have a problem with the Governor General sort of? And by the way, did you see the speech? Because I think everyone's saying it has more to do with how she delivered it. There was a, there was a fair lot of dripping sarcasm coming out of the sides of her mouth. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh yeah,
3: so, but. But you know what bothers me about the whole thing is I just hope Christians don't get upset about this. Like, for pity's sake, why do Christians think that the government is supposed to support us? Like, I don't understand that. And every time the government says something that can remotely be seen as making fun of our beliefs, everyone goes off the rails as if that's going to convert people to Christ. Like, shut up about it and just go feed the hungry.
0: <laughs> wow. You see why we have the pub call? That, ah! that was perfect. I really like that. Well said, huh? Mm-hmm. Really well said. All right, let's see if uh, Tal Backman has anything intelligent to say after these two great, ingenious people. <laughs> go, Tal.
2: Um, okay, well, I have a few points to make. Um, <laughs> well, I, first of all, we, we kind of got away from your original question, which I think was was really the right one. Um, well, let me put it this way: I don't think Christians or anybody should necessarily feel offended at what this lady, you know, the Governor General, thinks. I think that we should take principled exception to the fact that she even delivered a speech like that. The reason why is because. When you're a monarch, like Queen Elizabeth II, or you're her representative, you can have all the opinions you want, but you you waive the... In, a, in effect, you waive the right to... Spew them. Yeah. To spew them. Why? Because you have a, a higher duty and, and calling. So it's not the governor general's prerogative, or Queen Elizabeth's prerogative, or any other monarch or regent of a monarch, <clears throat> to get up and bully people and, you know, pass judgment and be the arbiter of these kinds of things. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, not least because, I don't care what anybody wants to say, no one has any clue of how life began on this planet. Mm-hmm. And in addition, unless you're a believing Christian, um... Nobody really has any clue of you know what we're even doing on the planet. So when you kind of st- take a step back you see like a planet, you know, you see like a f- rock floating in a universe surrounded by other floating rocks and we happen to be on this one and it's completely natural and human for for you know to to wonder If there is any ultimate or transcendent purpose to our existence, or how we even got here, or why, is there any superintending providence? If there is a God, you know, where is he? Is he intervening? It doesn't seem like... I mean, all these kinds of questions are completely natural. We don't need Queen Elizabeth coming out and saying, you know, these guys are dumb, creationists are dumb, if you didn't believe (laughs) in global warming, you know, you're dumb. You know, I can't believe this. People people who are sincerely seeking for meaning in their lives, who happen to look at a horoscope, I mean, I don't do it, but who cares? They're dumb, too. No, they're human beings. And unless you can present Jesus Christ in the flesh, I don't even really want to hear that from politicians. It's not their job. <laughs> mm-hmm. You should focus on cutting ribbons, uh, presiding over ceremonies. Those are important functions. And confine herself. There. You don't you want to be an op-ed writer. She should have been that. She should have declined the, the role. And Justin Trudeau is an airhead.
3: <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Drama teacher, just yeah, like me. Air.
2: Oh man. Yeah. yeah I mean, these people don't have. They, they, they don't seem to have any clue about like some of these aspects of like you know what really is one of history's like planet Earth's greatest political systems: constitutional monarchy, the parliamentary system. You know, they don't have any real clue about important facets of that. So, again, I'll
1: shut up after this.
2: We should take principled exception to this.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: I, I we think have Tell's got a very good people.
1: point. Sorry, uh, Ashley, say that again? Yeah. Uh, tell has got a very good point. There's supposed to be a uh, separation of church and state, and it works both ways. Right. So, right. Yeah, yeah, she might have... Technically, I guess cross the line a little bit because what was the point? Well, there
0: have but, but Tal, there have been precedents set already when it comes to the governor general speaking out on particular issues. It's not like this is the first time a governor general has has uh, taken a side on particular issues before. Are you saying that governor generals should really sip tea, cut ribbons, and uh, and place ice cream? And eat ice, eat ice, eat ice cream. cream. Sorry, and eat ice cream, Chapman's <laughs> ice cream. Yes.
2: Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I I think you know potentially maybe there you know there are situations in where you know that would that would be warranted. You know, I you know off the top of my head, I don't I don't have a list of like criteria as to to, to how far you know a monarch or a monarch's representative should go. I mean, I I thought it was pretty cool when we had a governor general who expressed solidarity with our Inuit people and ate you know ate seal. I thought that was like you know that was really cool. Um, she didn't make a big giant thing. She just was a courteous guest, and
0: you know mm-hmm. you, you remember what I'm talking yes, about. Yes, you know? mm-hmm. yes, I believe Seal was playing in the background too. Uh, yes, I, yeah,
2: I, mean, I thought that <laughs> no, was like I, a really cool. I thought that was a cool thing, but I, I mean, I see that as a different thing than what we just experienced this past week.
0: Okay, Sheila.
3: I think I think okay. First of all, Tal's Tal, very very intelligent answer there. Much more intelligent than anyone else. Easy. Is, Don't okay.
0: inflate <laughs> his head. Come on. <laughs>
3: But but I guess what I would just say, look, I totally agree with everything you said. I guess I'm just so cynical. I, I, I'm I hardly surprised by any of this anymore, and I guess I kind of feel like, you know what, we're not going to win this fight.
2: We're not going to win this when fight. When you say like, we, you know, do you mean yeah, the that, Jesus that's people? Not even, that's not even true. That's not even true. The, the, so? it, 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 it's, not, it's not true that Christian values, and I'm speaking as a non-Christian, it's not even true that the, 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 the hopeless, that Christian values ever make a resurgence.
3: Yeah, Oh, I hope so. I hope I just I don't that's know. I sometimes true. think that 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 Christians yelling too much about losing our our space in the public sphere makes us lose our space in the public sphere. Like if Oh, that's
0: well happens. said. I like that. Hmm. What do well, you think well, about that, tell? Tell? Huh? <laughs> well, we'll we'll put it this
2: way. Under Barack Obama, he was in office for 8 years. So over the last decade the Democratic Party in the United States has lost over 1,100 seats at the state and federal levels. Amazing. The Republican Party, yeah. which is the party which every, you know, pretty much every believing Christian belongs to, okay, <laughs> you know, um, anyway, I mean, there might be a few group demographic exceptions, or whatever. I mean, they're totally in the ascendancy. And if these guys, like, uh, get five, pick up five to eight Republican senators next year, which I think they will, I mean,
3: yeah, you know, yeah.
2: I mean, you're already seeing the ice melt on some of this stuff. You're already seeing Trump and these guys trying to forge alliances with the Christian churches, getting them to take on charity uh, endeavors and funneling them federal funds. I mean, you and I mean, you know, why does no? The and I, you know, and not, I
3: agree yeah. with you there. I just think like Christians making a big deal about creationism is what turns people off. Like I do agree with sure. you there. I just I, I, I've just seen too many people that I know. Even in our church, like making a huge deal about how if you don't believe in a seven day earth, you know, that Mm -hmm. you're, that you, that you don't believe in the Bible, which is just so totally not true. And it it just turns people off. You know, one of the, one of the most
0: interesting guests I've had on my show over the last 15 years was Dr. Francis Collins. You know him, of course, Tal, right? I love
3: him. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, What's your name again, Sheila Ray Gregor. I was talking with Tal. Okay, Tal. You want me to
3: shut up? Yeah.
0: No. Whoa. That's the next topic. Yeah, that's okay. the next topic. <laughs> um,
1: Drew hits me when he doesn't want me to talk. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, wow. Uh-huh.
0: Drew Gameshi. That's me. Oh.
3: Um, all right. Ooh.
0: Let's move on. Speaking of that, let that is the segue. Let's get on to uh, topic number two here, and this is how I wrote this one. Wait, what? Hollywood men have been treating others like sexual objects. I think I saw that in a movie. So whose hypocrisy is worse? An industry that has desensitized human sexuality or the general public for picking and choosing which perpetrators' work will righteously boycott this week. So who's worser, the perpetrators or the consumers? And uh, Sheila, being the lady in this one, um, I want you to start. But just before you start, let me just reel off a few things here. And this might take a moment, so bear with me, kids. Okay. Do you want music in the background? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> see, just, never mind. Um, <clears throat> Kiss
3: by a rose on the <laughs> Yeah, exactly.
0: Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> While rumors of Harvey Weinstein's sexual harassment has been doing the rounds for a long time, it wasn't until the New York Times a New Yorker reported on it recently. The allegations were taken seriously. Its victims include A-listers and upcoming actors, including Asia Argento. I don't know all these people. Rose Roseanne? Roseanne was sexually assaulted by... I don't know. Oh, Rosanna Arquette, sorry. Uh, Kate Beckinsale, Angelina Julie, Ashley Judd. uh, That was judgmental of me, the way I said (laughs) Rosanna. Roseanne Barr. Uh, Rose McGowan, (laughs) and a bunch of other people. Gwyneth Kevin Spacey is now uh, out there for things. And, of course, his had to do with a guy who was 14 at the time who starred in, what, Star Trek? I think his name is Anthony Rapp. And he's alleging that uh, Kevin Spacey, a two-time Academy Award winner, tried to force himself on the actor. Uh, When he was 14 years old at a party, Uh, Casey Affleck uh, was sued by two women who worked on his mockumentary with brother-in-law Joaquin Phoenix, then brother-in-law. The women claimed Affleck had created and encouraged a hostile work environment and had himself harassed them. Affleck settled the suits In 2017 he won the Academy Award. For, I don't know why that says that Woody Allen Well we all of course know Woody Allen's story Um accused by his ex-girlfriend Mia Farrow For many years of sexually abusing her daughter When she was 7 years old And then Woody Allen married uh, This daughter do- And remains married to Sun, Yin, Sun Yi Previn uh, Farrow's adopted daughter James Toback over 200, over 200 women have accused Toback of sexual harassment Did you know that? Uh, I knew he was being accused. I didn't realize the numbers. Wow. Like, that's more than Cosby. Yes. Well, it. roofies are expensive. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the list includes Rachel McAdams, Selma Blair, and Julian Moore. I mean, it goes on. Ben Affleck. Responded to the Harvey Weinstein news saying he was saddened and angry. Then actor uh, Hillary Burton accused him of groping her, adding to the voices of multiple women who alleged that the A-lister had assaulted them. Uh, Brian Singer, the X-Men director, was sued for sexual assault of a minor in 2014, earlier in 97. Another lawsuit was filed stating he'd made a 14-year-old boy, uh, along with other minors, film a nude shower scene. Brett Ratner... Actors, including Olivia Munn and Tasha Henstridge, have accused Ratner of harassing them in an interview later this year. Ratner also said James Toback and Roman Polanski were among his closest friends. You may not want to put that on your reference list. (laughs) Uh, Roman Polanski, of course, hours before he could be formally sentenced in the U.S., he fled to France and has been living there since 78. He was convicted of raping a minor 14-year-old girl and giving her a controlled substance. And then we're on to Dustin Hoffman, and that's the one, I don't know, like... It's, we all have our little favorites on this list, probably, which is a weird way to say it. But the Dustin Hoffman thing, he's apologized for sexual harassment of a 17-year-old intern in 85. A writer has accused him of groping her and making inappropriate comments when she was 17 years old. Hoffman has since apologized and said he's sorry if he put her in an uncomfortable position. Jeremy Piven, Bill Cosby, Mike Tyson, Oliver Stone, uh, Bill O'Reilly, Gian Gomeshi. So... The list goes
1: um, on forever, literally. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, so what is happening right now is is we're in the middle of this bizarre phenomenon, and uh, and, I, and I think there's there's stuff behind it that needs to be talked about, and I'm not sure if we're talking about all of the angles in this. So, I want to go to Sheila Ray Gregoire in this, just off the bat. Um, what what is stirring beneath the surface for you, Sheila?
3: When I hear about it, I mean, your original question was who was worse, the consumers or the perpetrators. I mean, I would just say a pox on both your houses. Like, obviously, our society is decadent. Obviously, our society is all messed up. But so, to me, that's not really the issue. Like, when I hear all this, and I read the account of Dustin Hoffman. He was, I think, 48 at the time when that girl was 17. And just how totally uncomfortable he made her. And he didn't actually... um, hurt her in any way, Um, I think he may have touched her, but it wasn't wasn't over the top in the way that we would normally think about it. But I picture myself at 17 when he was 48. That would have been totally and utterly disgusting, Mm -hmm. and I wouldn't have known how to react. And so the way that she reacted was he would say something, and I can't even say it on radio with the stuff that he said to her. But, you know, he would say that, and then she would kind of laugh it off and throw it back at him a little bit. And you could almost interpret it as her flirting, but really she's just in a situation where she doesn't know what to do. Yeah. And I think reading this stuff, every woman reading this stuff, is remembering a time when we've been in a similar situation. And most of us have. And... I don't think guys realize, and this is why this is resonating so much, I don't think most men realize how intimidating it is when you start flirting with someone and you're in a power position. Or even when I'm walking down the street and someone whistles at me. They may think that's a compliment, but that is scary. Like, that is threatening. And I think women are just saying, yes, finally someone's hearing us. Hmm.
0: Okay. Um... There is no question that men and women look are looking at this issue differently. No question. And I think about uh, my daughter, who's uh, going to be 25 at the end of this month. And I also have no question my daughter would absolutely destroy any man who tried anything on her. No question <laughs> whatsoever. She would tear yeah. him a new sphincter. That's what would happen. And I'm proud of her for that. And oh, part yeah. of the, but part of the reason she's aware of this is because I trained her. I trained mm-hmm. her yes. to to understand the degradation of a man's mind. <laughs> the only man that will not perv on her in the entire world ever are her brother and me. Anyone else? That's t-
3: could... That's still not true, though, Drew. No, hold on. It, it is, is... true. It...
0: It is... Oh, oh, this is what I'm saying. The only men that will never guaranteed 100% perv on her are me and her brother. I'm not saying all men will perv on her, but I'm saying the only men that will okay. never 100% be guaranteed to ever perv on her. And I mean thoughts. I mean just thoughts. And Jesus was the big one who said, hey, if you think it, you've done it, it leads yeah. somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. So, I want to go to Ashley David Chapman here for a second. Now, what's stirring, you know, we've just heard from, uh, from a lady in this, what's mm-hmm. stirring underneath these issues for you? What do you think is behind all of this? Why is this coming to the surface? What's not being talked about? I, I don't know why
1: it's coming to the surface exactly, but I'm, I'm very happy it is. Um, uh, certainly, I tip my hat at Rose McGowan. She's the one who blew the the top off of this, and yes in the in the next months' years we 're going to see the pendulum swing to e- extremes uh, we 're going to see um, uh, people that are unjustly accused, but the by far uh, the percentage of unjust accusations is just going to be ripped down by this tide of real accusations right. and the real um, living reality situation for women my 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 wife uh, is a beautiful intelligent woman she's put a, up uh, with it uh, uh, f- ever since she was a young girl uh, my mother uh, powerful a brilliant, beautiful woman has been talked down to every, by every man in, in, in the business community since day one, where uh, whenever she was in a meeting, she was assumed to be the secretary, yeah, not yeah, the yeah. president yeah, of our yeah, company. Yeah. And, you know, I've got two little girls. I, I was shocked. Um, uh, the, the fact that there's, a, you know, a sexual um, uh, assault in, in, um, in a, a verbal way in Hollywood, that, that didn't surprise me. No. But the, the actual physical violence is just horrifying. So but it really has shocked you. Need. It really yeah, has yeah, shocked you. Yeah. yeah no, absolutely. Hmm. I thought, you know, yeah, sexist Hollywood, blah, 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 male dominated, all this stuff. Everybody knows this. Yeah. Um, but to see the volume of the problem is just staggering.
0: Yeah, it is. Uh, all right, well, the reason I left this gentleman to the last is because Tal and I had a conversation the other day. I was at Walking the Dog, and and I know Tal enough to know that this topic lit him up. Mm. Hey, mm-hmm. Tal, um, Tal, would you happen to have mm-hmm. any opinions on this topic?
2: Uh, well, how much time do we have left?
0: <laughs> eight minutes. We have eight minutes, dude. Go for it. Well,
2: I—I uh, I mean, well, okay. Well, we can't really do justice to this kind of thing in eight minutes. But I mean, I don't know. There's, there's, there's a lot here, uh, yeah. And there's a lot that's getting. You know, there's a lot that's kind of being mixed up and conflated. And that's not to say that any one bit is sort of not worth talking about. It's all worth talking about. But it's, it's kind of confusing, and I, I, I to the point where I'm, I'm not really sure how to how to begin. Well,
0: let me let me help you start ultimately what is your hope because you're a guy about to speak into this issue what is your hope that people will actually hear behind what you're about to rant on
2: Uh, you know it kind of sounds like you want me to start ranting
3: (laughs) dude what you said the other day (laughs) yesterday was
2: unbelievable Okay. okay we we want to reduce sexual assault and you know if sexual assault is a variety of of abuse we want to reduce abuse you know and you know, so again, it's kind of hard to know where to begin. I will say that in the entertainment industry, and I, I will bet you that every single person listening to this, including your guests, will agree with me that, I mean, abuse takes many forms and that it's not only men who become abusive in positions of authority or power. Um, you know, it's it's not only men preying on women, although that maybe is the most common thing. It's men preying on men, women preying on women. Hey, you just see abuse in every... So, I mean, Real abuse. Yeah, but Tal, but Tal in, in
0: in your experience being Tal Backman, the guy who did the, yeah. the She's So High guy and on tour, and the chick's going insane over you, yeah. right? Yeah. Tell me, uh, let me bad. just ask I, you this. Did you ever have a woman totally throw herself at you, uh, and did that happen more than once?
2: Well, I, I feel bad because I wasn't there for those women when they needed me to be <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was a joke. I, mean, I was married at the time, a I at the time so I, I declined um I declined uh, opportunities from women who appeared to have turned into sex crazed animals. Yeah, I mean sure I had those experiences. Okay, um, so
0: you and I specifically yeah. talked about the fact that in Hollywood, tell me, I would like to know how many how many women are are playing the flirt game in order to get ahead and then when things go crazy, what happens? And well, and then and then and then as a guy, I can't say this. I can never say to. I mean, I was down at uh, in the uh, in the club district in Toronto a, a couple of weeks ago, wa- watching these uh, you know twenty one year old. And I'm going to say this just. They look like hoes. They just look like absolute. If you took the stripper pole away, that's what these girls look like. And that's from a 50-year-old guy who's like, I don't know, maybe I'm sexist and judgmental and old or whatever. But but I'm still a dude. And I'm watching these girls and thinking, man, I hope you know how to handle yourself. Because if you're playing with some dude who is totally cranked by the way you look, and then we're mixing in booze, and then we're mixing in flirting, and then we're mixing in come to my place... And then you but, go, no thanks. The yeah, truth, it, of, that's not what happened in any situation. I know, situation. I know, I know. But what we're talking about here is this, this conflation the, of, of cultural phenomenas that are really kind of coming to a head right now. Well yeah, a
2: lot of this is all being mixed together. Like we everybody has to agree that like if if Harvey Weinstein is guilty of the stuff that he's been charged with, I mean it's completely outrageous, it's totally unacceptable. Yes. I mean it's a form of kidnapping to hold a woman in a hotel room who says, I let me out. Yeah. I mean it's forcible confinement. I mean, you know, you can't you know, yeah. I mean, you can't physically overpower somebody. It, I mean, that's just sexual assault. It's against the law. If that's true, he should be in prison. I, I couldn't care less if they if they beat him with a bamboo cane, Singapore style. Could, could not care less. Yeah. But I mean, in this whole conversation, I mean, we also have a whole bunch of other stuff that's been kind of being thrown in there, and it, eventually it's going to need to be sorted out if we if we want to make any kind of progress with this. I mean, one of the things, Drew, and you touched on is like. If we take at least some of these some not, not weinstein 's accusers necessarily, but some women seriously in what they say, it, it appears that they have been very ill served by parents and grandparents and teachers because they, they, they don't seem to understand, as you put it, like the potential depravity of the male mind now every time you start talking about this everybody gets triggered and it's like oh my god you're blaming the victim no i'm not blaming the victim i'm trying to think of ways to better prepare women for the inevitable harvey weinsteins of the world of which there are like tens of thousands and even if you've never acted on one uh, on an impulse like that who's to say that like in the right situation you wouldn't kind of push it yep you know so i I agree
3: i agree with what you're saying if we're talking about like how to educate university-aged kids. I mean, pretty sake, girls. Like, don't ever be around a guy and alcohol at the same time if you're university-aged kid. Like, that's, that's what happens, okay? And I, I totally agree with that. But when we're talking about something like a workplace, which is what this is, that's where I think things fall apart because this isn't just a case of teaching women not to flirt. This is a case of teaching men that they can't be pigs. And I'll tell you who I'm most mad at in this whole situation is Matt Damon who hasn't been accused of a single thing, except okay. that he stood up for Harvey Weinstein. And, and he said yeah, he ahead. hadn't heard about it, but he had. Well, guess who else and had that's heard about it? Me
2: guess who else who heard, had heard about it? Here's another thing that we, we should probably consider at some point, is a woman who has accused Harvey Weinstein of rape, who says that she knows that Harvey, she knew that Harvey Weinstein was a rapist. I mean, these are her words. She is a rapist. He's a serial rapist and takes a bunch of money and keeps it quiet and allows him to go and if we take her seriously rape other women another
3: terrible decade yeah i agree why now i don't
2: like the fact and i i don't i don't think anybody should do this i don't like men discussing women as though they were mentally retarded four-year-olds or other women doing that either at some point i would i you know i want women to be treated as adults, and held to something like adult standards of behavior. Now, I totally understand. You're 17, and it's a 48-year-old Dustin Hoffman icon, and he's leering over you. You don't know how to necessarily deal with that. But, you know, not all of these situations were like that. I would like to see, for example, if a man acts like a pig, I would like to see a woman like punch him or kick him, or if he you know, commits sexual assault, go to the police. It's difficult, honestly, when you're, when you're sincere, you're so wrapped up in trying to reduce this thing, to hear somebody come out 25 years later and say, you know, 25 years ago, when I was 26 years old, this guy raped me. But I I was afraid a cop wouldn't believe me, so I didn't even report it to the police. No, it really seems like you were afraid that you weren't going to get more movie roles. And I don't know that ethically that's a good enough reason to allow a rapist to continue a rape spree.
3: I would totally agree with you. But I think the issue here, too, when we're talking about power situations and employers, is that especially in the Harvey Weinstein case, his company knew about it. And his company even had a clause in his contract that said Not, that they would continue to cover for him with right. sexual assault cases and pay them off. So I think that's where it comes down. It's like when your employer knows about it, they have to do something. And I was really happy to see Netflix totally sever ties with Kevin Spacey yesterday. Okay, you know, so They're saying, okay, we knew about it and there's other people in the company who have come forward and complained, and we're going to do something about it. And that's what we need to see happen. Yeah,
2: it's men men and women. Every single one of these cases, you find tons of men and tons of women who are complicit in this thing. And then when somebody pulls the, the veil back... They're all like, "Oh my God! Okay, now we have to do something. Now we're now we're being implicated." Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, they were covering for these guys. Every one of these, like you know, Bill Clinton. You can just start from the anyone, <laughs> any one, oh, any you got oh, hundreds and hundreds yeah. of men and women, and, and by the way, women Trump. who women, women and men who also helped create. That kind of behavior, because they were willing to go along with it. How many women willingly, happily would sleep with Harvey Weinstein? I mean, Drew, you and I would probably sleep with Harvey Weinstein to get a ten million dollar contract. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah, well, yeah, well, and yeah, there were. Like Don't be throwing
1: me into water. that mix. Have you <laughs> seen Harvey
2: Weinstein? Do you want
0: to? <laughs> Maybe Mel Gibson. Want to think what about it, that? Yeah.
2: What if it weren't? What if? It, well, what if it weren't Harvey Weinstein? I was yeah. in a position. I, I, I can't go into details, but you know, we'll say moderately attractive woman of great. power, And, you know, the guys were willing to spend time with her in order to get a leg up on their career.
0: Yeah. Okay. Holy heart attack. Man, I should have started that one earlier. (laughs) Um, Well, we're over time. And uh, and I apologize to anybody that cares. Uh, uh, (laughs) Tal, you... I love our conversations and I love your perspective on things. And, uh, and I really appreciate you joining this discussion. Sheila, you needed, desperately needed to be part of this discussion as well. I've always appreciated your, your views. And, uh, Ashley David Chapman, I really don't care what comes out of your mouth. I just like your ice cream. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. <laughs> and I know that. We've got a very simple relationship. <laughs> It's not built on mutual respect, uh, but instant gratification uh, (laughs) from ice cream. Which is next week's topic. That's next week's
0: topic, yeah. Guys, uh, thank you so, so much. Tal, that was brilliant. Sheila, thank you again. And uh, Ashley David Chapman, thank you. Goodbye, guys. Take care.